Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another show, Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. And we want to say thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for actually sending us the tweets. Like, we'll get some tweets. One sister tweeted earlier today and said, I am on my balcony at a hotel listening to Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Wow. So we want to thank you all for that. Thank and I'm, you. This is that. show what, 11? I'm not sure. I think it's show 11. Show 11, yeah, so... Okay, show 12. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. We ready to get it started? Let's get it started. Let's get it started. So, Daddy, what are we going to talk about today? Do you believe? Do you believe in what? Do you believe? In what? Do you believe? All spectrums of what belief is to you, to the individual, do you believe that wherever you are, that wherever you want to be, that you have an opportunity to be there. Do you believe that you can? Do you believe that you can make it through this day without smacking the shit out of somebody for <laughs> no reason? Do you believe? What do you believe? Do you believe? What? Do, okay, so here's how this got started, y'all. So the other day, because we always, you know, talk about what we're going to talk about on the show, and we were in the closet, and I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, right? We were talking about just the things that we've experienced, but through it all, you just believe that things are going to work out. Yes. So, Sid says to me, Mama, do you believe? And I was like, believe what? <laughs> he was like, it. So we went back and forth with, do you believe? And when you really think about that, and you ask people, do you believe just in what you're passionate about, what you dream about? Do you believe that it will happen? Do you believe that, you know, if you take the proper steps, things that you pray for will come to light? Just do you believe? You know, I, and for me, when you say do you believe, ever since I was a little girl, I believe nothing else. Only thing I thought when I was a little girl, I believe that one day I will be famous. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, that was it. It's just like one day I'm going to be, and I believed it so much that how you say you will things in, mm -hmm. you just, I'm not saying you just will it in, but you have to have that will to say, I'm going to go get that. And how do you think you can go about getting in tune with that will? Like, what is it that allows others to be able to communicate that they believe, but then you can see that. It goes beyond just communicating. It, it almost you get a chance to see somebody will it out of just almost seem like nothingness to the degree that you've experienced. it. I mean, because at the beginning of sixth, seventh grade elementary school, who would have had you pegged for being a comedian? Not a damn actress. So. No one. Right. No one. Because they didn't believe it. But I did. Even as that little girl in the sixth grade, in the seventh grade, you could not tell me that the world was not going to know me. Mm -hmm. Exactly what I was going to be doing, I didn't know. But I knew that that was going, I, I can't explain it, but I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Now, what I didn't do, I didn't pay attention a lot in school because I knew Okay, I knew this shit was going to happen. So I'm like, I don't need this shit. I'm, I don't not, need it. I'm never going to use it. I'm never going to need it. Because even as I sat in those classrooms, my mind was always to, one day I'll sign autographs. One day they'll ask me to take a picture. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I ate, 
drank and slept those thoughts. Mm-hmm. I really did. So I think that and and believing when all odds are against you. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, who would have pegged me? Who would have said you? When they say, well, you black, you a woman, and you a fat girl, who is actually going to say that's going to be the one? Rob Lee did. She said, I did. I said that's right. That's it. My right. sis said it. That's right. That's right. But you have to, I, I think that that's a button inside of you that you have to be able to push to say, I believe I can when nobody else does. When nobody else does. I think for me it was always a feeling of having the autonomy to do what it was that you wanted to do when you were an adult and not have someone over your back bossing you around telling you to do this, do that, do the other. Like in the middle of the day, we can come here and do what we want to do and have conversations about things like believing. So to have that level of freedom to be yourself and believe in that there are going to be people that see things completely different from you, and that's part of the reason why we call them different because you have your view, they have their view, but being able to interact with those folks in a diplomatic way while still being yourself. And the one thing my grandmother had always told me was always be you. And I think part of me is just to always believe that the positives are happening. And I've gotten an opportunity to witness a lot of people that can speak retrospectively about belief. Mm. But the real time that you implement the belief is why you're in that moment because oftentimes you see people who in one breath they're believers, but when it's not going their way, they're standing in disbelief. But, Daddy, is it that they are not believers and just human? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think because sometimes when you're in the midst of it and and some shit can go not the way you wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. It's like in that moment, it's like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how many of us can be strong enough, even in that moment, though I've, I've witnessed people, very few, be strong enough in that moment not to go, God damn. But does it make them not believers or does it just make them for that moment? Well, I, I would say that we are moment to moment. Mm. To not have belief at a moment does not make you uh, unable to be a believer. It just means in that moment that you're not believing. You know, it's almost like saying we're all believers, but who is able to be a believer and able to be believing in real time and those that are able to do so more so than others have a tendency of getting what they want happen because it's not just your thought Mm. it's your actions behind that thought it's the difference between what allows someone to who can't swim uh drown in an hour you know and someone who can't swim be able to survive for days in the middle of the ocean you know it's a level of belief that you got to hold on because if you say i'm not going to do it in that moment You can quit, but if you say, I believe that I can, and you're still around in the next moment to hear yourself, I believe I can, well, there's reason for you to believe it because you just did it. Now, can you believe it one more step and then one more step? Because we know that one second turns into two, then three into four, 59 into 60, and then the same thing with ours. And before you know it, something that seemed like it was impossible, the years have gone by and you've just graduated from school, or you've just made it to seeing your child be in a position or so many different things. Mm. But it starts with that one second of belief and building on that. And that's what makes, in my humble opinion, one a believer. So we're talking about it today, y'all. Do you believe? Whatever that thing is, do you believe in it? And what do you spill out to the people around you when you believe in something? Mm -hmm. You know, even when you're experiencing what some would consider a bad time, mm-hmm. but because of your belief, mm-hmm. no one around you even realizes that it's a bad time because mm-hmm. you still carry it as if everything was what it was. 
Do you believe? We're gonna let's see on Periscope of our babies. Do you pay Pasadena? And for all the, you know what? And oftentimes I'll get this too, even in Periscope or 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 Twitter or whatever. And people will say, "Hey Mo, hook me up. Hey Mo, help me out. How do I become? How do I?" And it's like those are things oftentimes you gotta want for you. Like, you got to go get it for yourself. It's not one of those things where you can say, you know what, I'm going to make a phone call because you appreciate it differently. It's mm-hmm. a different appreciation when you go and you get it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's it's oftentimes, I don't ever want to tell people no, because if it's something that, if they say, you know what, I need to contact X, Y, Z, and I can get the contact, I'm not tripping on that. But it's when people say, put me down. Well, see, it's like the belief again. If somebody believes that a closed mouth doesn't get fed, they're going to say, can you put me down? And you just giving them the precursor to say, how many times have you said yes? How many times have you said no? When you're able to say yes, you say yes. yes. When you're able to say, when you have to say no, you say no. But it's due to people's belief in not knowing where their blessing is going to come from that humbly they reach out. You know what I mean? Because where is it going to come from? But if you... As some people say, if you ask for God, he'll take two steps when you only need to take one. But somebody would say, are you only taking one because you think he's going to take two? Mm. Why not take three? <laughs> because, okay. you know, it's one of those things where you, uh, in your belief, are you waiting for someone, which to some degree may be what you were alluding to, to give it to you? But are you ready for that opportunity? I'll, I'll never forget we were doing a... Uh, an episode of the Monique show. And there was a young man there who wrote poetry. And Monique said, well, listen, if you can do your poetry and if you can say it to these crowd of people, then I'll let you do it on the show tomorrow. Just like that. And he went up and he tried and she gave him one time, then two times, then three times, then four times. And then still try to bring him back to the show to do it. And when he got an opportunity to do it, he was unable to execute his poem to memory. And he, these were his words that get past his nerve. So sometimes even in our belief and us wanting to do certain things, we also have to understand when is our right time to make those things happen because it wasn't the right time for him. So it would appear to execute it, but it was the right time for him to understand that you have to really be prepared to execute when you ask for assistance in your beliefs in order to make things happen. Does that make sense? It does. And, and you know, as, as I look on here and I see people, some people are saying, well, I believe in God. Well, good. But are you waiting for God to do it? it, it, it it's good that you believe, but are you taking the steps to get done what it is that you want to get done? And I think that sometimes, too, that's where the confusion comes in with people. Mm-hmm. And because people will say, well, wait on God. If you believe and you have faith, wait on God. And what if God is saying, don't wait on my ass, go get it, go get it. Go get it. You mess around and wait on me, you're going to miss it. So it's like, I think, too, for us not to really go get it, we can use things as crutches. I'm going to wait on God. Well, now 10 years have gone by. And what you really want to do. What you really believe in, you've given up on that because you were waiting for something that was never going to show up. And for some people, that is an excuse designed to make them not give the effort that it takes. Because if we are from God, I've said it before, then that means God is always with us. So sometimes the things we may ask for may be, can we awaken those things that you've already given us for we're able to desire them. There's a way in which we're able to, to grasp them and make those things uh, relevant in our lives. But only if it's a real, it's a real need. Only if it's a real need, it was a real need for you to be an entertainer. Why? Because you're an entertainer. You had to go up on stages two, three times a night, not even conducive of comedy. Not conducive of comedy. Like, they doing comedy there? Okay. And then it's interesting because when you go to a a television production, and I've seen it, pilots and things that we've done, and they're looking at Monique as if, okay, 
this is normally where people get tripped up at. And they get a little nervous when they're talking to the audience, and then all of a sudden you they start looking at you differently because the moment you start talking, they forget you've done your 10,000-plus hours of stand-up. You're comfortable with people. You love doing it. And, again, since we've been kids to now, I've never not seen you enjoy writing an autograph. Oh, no. Right. And that's beautiful because a lot of people ask for these things, and then they get them. Then they feel like they don't really want them. So to be able to see you appreciate them, it, it makes me feel incredible because it's like to get what you not only wanted but I, what I believe you needed to happen is like an opportunity to see up close and personal why you should believe. Even though there may have been times where you may not have and then the difficulties, but overwhelmingly you had to because you kept going. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Now there's some things that we can believe in, but we should not. And I'm going to address it right now because I I keep getting uh, tongue lashed and Monique bashed over this because I want to sing. And I, I believe it. God damn it, I believe it. I believe it in my heart. I believe it, Daddy, that I can sing. I believe that in one of my lives, I was a singer. And I believe it, okay? I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Come on. I believe in one of your lives, you were a singer as well. It's just not in this well, life. don't do it, Daddy. No. Because, I, listen. because, listen, I'm going to just share this with you. There's nothing wrong with believing. I'm telling you. But sometimes you can look into a person's <laughs> eyes and tell they don't really believe it. They don't really look believe it. Look into my eyes. I'm looking into your eyes. Are you looking into my I'm eyes? I'm looking into your because eyes. Because everything about me says I can sing like Whitney Houston. Pay attention. Wait a minute, baby. Don't, I, what I need you to do is cheerlead for me. You over there talking about, well, no. Okay, well, Whitney Jenkins. None of the Whitney. Whitney Jenkins, right. Well, this is the po- point of the show where it's important that when you are with someone and you love them, and they tell you sometimes about their goals and their beliefs that you got to be real with them. Where you say, listen, you got to go get some lessons or something from somebody. It ain't that you can't do it. You, It's not that you can't do it. It's just you can't do it right now. Right. Right. Not the level that she thinks. Not the level that you can think of. Wait a minute, y'all talking about levels? What, what kind of goddamn levels? I've sung on stages. Yes, you okay? have. By okay. default, though. And no, no. They're by default. No, daddy. They didn't hire you to sing. That, that, they hired me to entertain. Right. Okay. That's why I said by default. No. What did they, they hire you for? Under entertainment. What did they hire they you They hired for? me to be there. Okay. okay. That's how we're going to play it. <laughs> okay. 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 And when I'm on them stages, do I sing? And do that audience sing with me? Right, baby. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So for anybody to slip, I'm talking about a singer that sings songs. And people feel good when do the people feel good? They feel good. And you know what? Based upon that belief, yes, you are singing because they sing and they sing with you. But if you're trying to pretend, pretend (laughs) that you because you said Whitney Houston, it's like. Don't lie to yourself while being a believer. Anyone that's watching right now and you feel like you are also Whitney Houston in your spirit and when you're in the shower and you're getting yourself together. Two different things. See how she changed it, y'all? She went from spirit to realistically being able to sing. But if that's where you want to go, I'm going to get, baby, it's yours. Well, how am I talking about you? Baby, you Whitney Houston in your spirit. I would never deny you that. Whitney Mahalia Are y'all understanding Jackson? what I'm talking about? How am I talking about two different things in my spirit? Is what I'm saying. Y'all don't want none of Mahalia. No, we okay. don't. <laughs> okay. but you're not Mahalia. You're Mahalia. I am. I am. But you're not. I'm saying in my singing spirit. I'm not Whitney Houston neither. But in my singing spirit, I have a voice of Whitney. In my singing spirit, I have the gospel of Mahalia. In my singing, well, that's y'all goddamn problem, okay? Y'all need to bring your spirits up to where my spirit is. But that's what I'm saying. About belief. About belief. And here's the thing. Though they don't think I can sing, when I do sing a song... It's not well. Not well, love. It's not well. It's about carrying a tune. James, I don't appreciate your ass giggling over there. 
about the okay. That's we not what you do, you baby. For real though, I believe in you. If you can really sing as well as you want to portray yourself, you would stop doing jokes right now to be a singer. It's just like the people who sing; they want to tell jokes. The guy who's the center on the team, he fantasizes about being a point guard. Okay. No one's ever happy with the talents that they had. They always want to splurge somewhere else. That's not what you do, baby. Daddy, I'm happy with the talents that I have. And, and I'm you want more. For, but one of them was singing. One of them. All right. I was giving it. It's yours. What, what do you believe in that you're too afraid to go forward to get? Like, what is that thing? What, what is, is it? What is that thing that you believe in? And I'm going to tell you, when I see Queen Cooker you on stage, and I see this woman in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And she didn't start telling comedy until she was in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And I see this woman on that stage so vibrant and confident. And, and it's so motivating mm-hmm. because I'm like, wow, when I'm in my 60s, what will I think of? Mm-hmm. You know, what will I say? You know what? I didn't know this was something I wanted to do. Like, I didn't know that I like baking. I absolutely love baking. Mm-hmm. And I believe that I'm a baker. That's why, you know, I'm able to bake. Oh, okay. Well, listen, I won't take that away from you. I believe you're able to bake, too, and you do a fine job of that. It's the shit, y'all. Saying you can sing. Everybody can sing. Like, I can pick up a, a thing and a song, come on and sing. Yes. Anybody can sing. Yes, I agree with you. And bake. Anybody can go in the kitchen and, and bake. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. So, Can anybody dance? Yeah. Right. So that right. So when we dance, I'm a dancer. When I sing, I'm, I'm a, a singer. singer. Okay. When I bake, I'm a baker. It's See, not a performing singer. No, sugar. What I'm not gonna let you do is try to take that from me. Now this is the shit that I do. I, 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 I'm not wavering from it. Don't waver from it. From it because but I sing. This is again. I would never challenge what you believe to be in your spirit. Right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to, but what happens is what I challenge is when I see you and I see the look in your eye, it's the look in your eye like you're trying to trick me, but I know that you don't believe that you can sing. You don't believe it. You don't do it. (laughs) You don't believe it. So go on now. Let's talk to some folks about what they really believe in and what may be holding them back from getting it. So, oh, you know what? Queen Cookie said, I love y'all and I can do it all. At there least I believe I can. Right. <laughs> right. And that's that's the joy of it, though. And I'm going to say this, too. With that thing called belief, and it can go all kinds of different ways, right? But when we're dancing, in my mind, Daddy, I am a bona fide dancer. Oh, no doubt. In my mind, I'm on stages all over the world Mm -hmm. doing these dance routines. Mm -hmm. And I say, you know what, Tommy? Let's lose ourselves in it Mm -hmm. because we believe it. So as I'm going back to what I'm getting ready to say, when I sing my songs, I believe it. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with you believing it. As long as we understand it. We understand it. Okay. Right. But it it just helps sometimes when other people do believe, too, because they got to come out and entertain and allow you to entertain them singing. But if that's what you do, baby, that's what you do. This baby said, I believe you have to have faith. It went too damn fast. Okay, I couldn't see it. Okay, (laughs) All I got was faith, and then it, it, it kept going fast. But belief, even when we watch the boys play baseball, when they start believing they can hit that ball, they start hitting that ball. Mm-hmm. When they don't believe they can hit that ball, they don't hit that ball. So it's, it starts as early as you can remember, just in your believing. Just in your believing. So, again, for those folks out there that are having difficulties because you were speaking about Queen Cookie deciding in her 60s to go ahead and, and do some things that she hadn't done before. So those individuals who feel like I'm up in years, and they have dreams, and they believe that they could. Like, how do you get them motivated to to go about doing it? What they believe. You know, we went to um, Omaha, Nebraska. And I can't remember the name. Was it Big Mama's Kitchen? The lady that had the restaurant? Oh, wow. Big Ma- Mama's Kitchen or Big Mama's Kitchen? But what she did was she worked. 
her her life, you know, retired. Yes, on the campus. Retired and said, you know what? Everyone always talks about how well I cook. I'm going to open up a restaurant. And she said to us that day, she said, I didn't know where it was coming from, how I was going to do it. I just believe I could do it. Mm -hmm. And didn't have a building. Mm -hmm. Had no idea what she was going to do this restaurant. Went on a college campus. And they said, you know, we're looking for someone to cook for the students. And you can have this space. You can use it as an outside restaurant, Mm -hmm. but it's for the campus as well. Mm -hmm. There's a restaurant. Simply because she believed she was going to have it. You know, when we... when we went to Albany, New York, was it Harriet Tubman? Was that Albany? Yeah, it was upstate New York. And there's so much information we didn't get about this woman. We only got Underground Railroad, mm-hmm. right? But she was an amazing woman, dynamic. Had a hospital, land, took care of the elderly, dynamic. So when she goes to get this land, she has no money, right? And mm-hmm. the land owner on the land they mm-hmm. they almost laughed like this is this is how much this property costs you right. can't get it go, go on. on she believed that she was and however it worked out she got that land it was what a hundred acres a hundred acres of land no money it's just when you believe now she wasn't no she didn't steal it right you know it's just how things worked out and that's that's one of them kind of beliefs though daddy that I don't know too many people that believe like that when you don't know how tomorrow is coming, you don't know what you're going to do when you get there, but you be just like, I know it's going to be okay. I, I think there's a lot that do believe, but as you said, it's not a lot that you know because of the way people communicate because it's difficult. And you said earlier, is it more of a human thing or is it that they don't believe? And sometimes if you believe when you really believe it's not to go without the understanding that there's going to be some difficult times that could shake things up. But when you really believe and you get an opportunity to see that things that you believe aren't working out in your favor are actually lessons that you're learning so that when you get to where you need to go, you won't go through the mistakes that some other individuals have gone through. But, you know, And all of that goes into the whole believing aspect of things. It's like there's no one road that's going to get you everywhere. And you just have to say to yourself, for what you really believe, like I really believe I'm going to be an entertainer, or did you say I really believe I'm going to be a singer? I'm not going to go there again. I'm sorry for even mentioning that. I'm I'm sorry (laughs) for even saying something. I apologize for even saying that. Huh? Oh, all right, hey, baby, so we know we only do it for 15 to 30 with y'all. We ask that y'all listen to this show come Monday. 10 to 15. But 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. Come Monday. Tell a friend and tell another friend. Please. Because like we've said, we really believe these conversations can be life-changing and life-saving. So we'll see y'all. Uh, we'll talk to y'all on Monday. All right, my babies. Hey, Daddy. Hey. Yes. So today the show is about belief. I was watching, and, and Rodman keeps saying to me, you're going to stop telling me these Facebook stories, okay? <laughs> because at one time, I did not deal with Facebook mm-hmm. at all. And there was this story about this brother, an Indian brother, and he was a doctor. And this village that he came from, you know, of course, he moved away and went and got his degree. He was a very successful doctor. And he said he went home to his village after being gone for years. And the poverty was so bad there, and there was one man laying on the street eating his waste to eat. And he said he had to make a decision that day, and he quit his practice, like shut it down. And from that day to this, that man takes care of all the homeless and elderly in that village. Wow. Feeds them every day, gives them shaves, haircuts, bathes them, whatever they need, and just his belief of this is something that I need to do and is able to do it repeatedly every day. Mm-hmm. Now, has no support coming from absolutely nowhere. Mm-hmm. But you see every day, you know, he said he takes these buckets of food and he goes in and he gets it done. So those kind of beliefs, it's like are those people, angels almost, that believe in that kind of way where it's like somebody done whispered in their ear and said, we got you. Perhaps. Perhaps there, you know, they, there are things that come over people. There was a gentleman on a program the other day had been serving like 26 years in jail. 
and he said that uh, for years he wasn't really religious or anything of that nature. And then he asked for help, you know, from the universe, from God, you know. And he was like, hey, he went to sleep that night, and all of a sudden there was this warm glow of gold that came over him. The next day, he had this one of the guys in prison was watching the news, and they said that they were going to be doing a, what do you call it, when they uh, are going to retry your case mm-hmm. because they found DNA evidence that they kept from them for all this time that they actually had on files, but they kept it from them. And he ended up getting, you know, out. But he was saying it wasn't until, you know, that thing almost opened up in him where he felt like, I'm calm, I believe. So something from another world, these conversations have have gone on forever. A lot of religions have been started based upon someone saying someone had an encounter with a being that wasn't from here. And sometimes you've seen individuals that you're like, they are a being <laughs> that is not from here. I've witnessed it. So it, anything is possible. <laughs> They're not from here. Do you believe? And that is just so simple. Do you believe? And I think that that holds a lot of people back mm-hmm. because they're simply too afraid to believe that they can. It's almost like I've been told I can for so long. I'm too afraid to even open myself up to believe it's possible. Because they're afraid of failure in front of others. Mm. Because if you believe and you get everything set up to make it happen, people's biggest fear oftentimes is public embarrassment. How will I look in front of others based upon what I'm about to do? And that will keep people from living their dream because they're afraid of seeing others watching them believe. And then their beliefs come up short. Now they look at everyone and everyone's looking at them and they don't realize that internally those people are saying, well, shit, at least you tried. Mm Mm-hmm. Because those same people wish that they had the courage to try and fail. Now, you know, it's always going to be that someone that say, I told you not to go and do it. I told you ain't nobody from this town ever did it would make you think you going to do it. And you like Mr. Leroy. Can't you say something positive to somebody? Yes, I can. How did you come up with Mr. Leroy? Because it channeled him in my heart. And Mr. Leroy said, I can't say something positive. I was positive your ass wasn't going to do it when you started off trying to do it. So, you know, you're always going to have that, but you've got to be strong enough. And it it's an indication of how much do you want it? Like, do you want it more than you fear being embarrassed by not attaining it while trying to attain it? And, and, and making people aware that this is your, these are your ambitions. I'm trying to make it work. Like, and there's some people that say, I'd rather be a failure at trying something than be successful at doing nothing at all. So when you decide that it's okay that you may need to make a change. Now, I'm not telling you, and you got to decide for yourself, because the thing that people have a tendency of doing is telling you what you should do based upon who they are. And what we do is kind of share answers, but you have to do the work because it's your job to do the work. You know, people want it to be quick fix and I listen to what you said and listen to what may be said, but apply it to how it works for you. And you know what, Daddy, too? It's not only listen, it's like pay attention to the actions. You know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um there was, in, in some of the schools we go to, there was a young lady that, um, when you listen to her story, you would think that at the end of the day, this young lady would grow up to be absolutely, or do nothing. When you listen to the story and, and where she came from in the background. and and But right now, I'm proud to say that young lady get ready to walk across the stage from college. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, I believe in something different. Right. I believe that doesn't have to be my ending, like what your walk is, don't have to be my walk. Mm-hmm. And two, I, because even when we go to going around to those schools and, you know, you're talking to those young ladies, 
you see very few that believe. Mm-hmm. You see very few that have any hope, but you see very few teachers that believe. You see very few administrators that believe we can do this because you walk into a place of, I'm not going to say all because that's unfair, but I'll say 95% mm-hmm. of the schools in this country that we've gone into, you get a feeling of, we don't believe this shit is ever going to work. And this is the best we're going to get. So why do we even put forth an effort? Right. Now, it starts from the principal on down. And when we've talked to some of the young ladies and you'll hear the teachers saying, you tell them, Monique, and you tell them. And it's like, y'all, it's not us telling them. It's us talking to us. Mm-hmm. Because as I look at some of the teachers, I'm like, how do you believe you're going to fill this baby up today and you look like you can ready to go sell your ass? Oh. Your skirt, I can see half your behind. You got on 10-inch pumps. Where are you going? Or you go to the other end of it and she got on a sweatsuit and sneakers mm-hmm. and don't look like she combed the hair. I'm like, if y'all don't believe we're supposed to get it, mm-hmm. we're not going to get it. Right. And then you pass that energy down to the students so they're almost looking at me like, what are you talking about? Right. And then the, no textbooks. Then you got to do your work in the bathroom. Not the bathroom. Not the restroom. The bath. <laughs> the bathroom. The bathroom. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This is a question that I would ask. Even with talking to those young ladies, how do you say you still believe? Because when we went to Ohio, when I tell y'all the school system there, baby, it, it, was, it was so disheartening when the teacher said, Monique, they don't, we don't have no textbooks here. I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't have no textbooks. We make dittos. You make dittos? Yeah, we make copies because we can't trust that they're going to bring these books back. So you mean to tell me none of these kids go home with textbooks so wow. they can study? They can not, So you have them already starting out with non-belief. We don't even believe that you're going to bring it back, so we're we not going to give it, it to you. We're not going to give it to you. So I think that with this whole belief thing, it starts from at home. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to the school. Mm-hmm. Then it comes on to life. And if you started from six months with you ain't shit, you ain't never going to be shit, there ain't nobody in here shit, now I'm going to school. Now I'm not so much hearing it from home. I'm going to school and I'm hearing it. And I'm hearing that from 1st to 12th. Now I'm coming out of school and I'm going into the real world. And the, the, the biggest feeling is when you do make it, you got to be so goddamn special. It's got to be something about you. Not understanding there are a million Jay-Zs out here. There are a million Beyonce's. There are a million Oprahs. There are a million Moniques. But they're not. And there's a the, what makes them special is not the, the magic of, oh, you're here. Like somebody just put some sprinkles in. Mm-hmm. It made Jay-Z talented. It made Beyonce talented. It made Monique talented. It was with all the challenges that you just spoke of that you can get before you leave out the door, until you leave out the door, until you meet the students, when you walk out and it's your last time at school to when you walk into life for real, it's those who believe during those moments all the way through, that's where the special comes in. Mm. Because if you can believe through all of that, that's how you get to be a Beyonce. That's how you get to be a Jay-Z. That's how you get to be a Monique. And that's how you get, most importantly, an opportunity to lead to Live your dreams. It's not about being an entertainer. It's about being what you want to be. But you can never know who you want to be unless you get in contact with you. We always seem to always look outside as that's the answer is outside when the answer is really inside. And we travel millions and millions of miles, you know, in our lifetime or hundreds of thousands of miles in our lifetime going around the planet, doing our job, taking trips and so forth. But don't travel a mile deep into the spirit of who we are to say are we justified in our beliefs and what is it that we're believing in because sometimes you find people who are uh, believers they're believing in someone else's dream they're not even taking the time out to buy in and believe in what they believe they bought into the beliefs of Mm -hmm. what everyone else is saying so much 
because of the fear of being ostracized by not being able to say, but you know what, I don't, I don't think that way. That's why you see all these little Pixar movies and Disney movies about the uniqueness of individuals and why you should always be yourself. And then we become adults and we say, let's take our kids to learn these ideals, but we'll abandon this mm-hmm. process. So I think it's almost like that's why the cartoonists are the cartoonists because they never gave up believing. So that's why you always see those stories, those simple stories. But when you become an adult in a real world, this shit is so serious. It is serious. Come on. And you can't leave the post office to pursue one to open your business being a plumber. You can't do it because the post office, that's a good job. Come on. That's a good job. At least it used to be. Don't you leave that good government job. Now you see the post office workers, they come they can leave off the truck and go to the club. We're going we gonna to crack some crabs after we get off of work, right? And not even have to change the uniform. Daddy, I seen it. I seen it. I'm mailman. Yeah. I'm mailman. I'm like, where in the hell is he going? I've seen him in sweatpants. I've seen him in sneakers. I've seen him in shorts. I'm like, listen, if he didn't get out that goddamn truck. If he didn't. It would be a problem. Right. Because it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Just, oh, yeah. Come on now. Believe in. Believe in. I want to say thank you about something, though. Go ahead. And I don't know if this is conscience, conscious, but whenever the boys would bring me their homework, I would almost automatically go into a panic. Like, because I'm like, I'm, I know I'm not going to know this. Like, I know I'm not going to be able to help them with this homework. And nine times out of ten, I couldn't help them with their homework. But here lately, you've been sitting all, let your mama check it, right? So I had to say to myself, Monique, you know this. And if you don't know it, take a breath and just read it. Just read the information. Mm -hmm. And what I'm finding is just in reading the information, I'm able to help. Even if it's not all the way right, I'm still able to now absorb the information. Well, you got to take in consideration. That should be hard. Okay. That should be hard. The, the work that they did, they doing now as kids. I don't even kids. look at Michaels. Come on. That's why they got shows out, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And most adults be like, nah. Right. Nah, man. Algebra. Now, what? We got to find the who? Okay. I tell you what. But it, but but it make me feel almost I'll be proud inside. You should be. When I'll be like, yes, I know what that is. You got to estimate that number, baby. Come on now. 717 is what if you round it? So now you believe. 700. Right. Right. As, si- as small and as silly as that sounds, that's a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Because there's almost a different confidence when Jonathan says, hey, mommy, can you check my homework? Because before it's like, let the... Uh, let daddy check it because I got tired of them coming back every day after I checked and said, Miss Miss Khadija said this wasn't right. That's all right. Shit. That's right. How many times will mine not be right? But it gave me a different confidence to be able to say, let me help you with your homework. So I don't know if you was doing it on purpose or just saying that I check it sometimes. Well, I mean, it's things that you've helped them with before that I believe you can help them with again. And if not, then that's what we there for together. Yeah, but it helped. It 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 helped, and it allowed me to believe in you. To believe in my, I'll say, intelligence level for their education. Mm-hmm. You know, because after you, after they come back for about three months and saying all the shit you did, Miss mm-hmm. Khadija said that wasn't right. I was like, I'm, I'm not. I, I can't help y'all mm-hmm. because I'm not. I'll be like, <laughs> go show daddy. <laughs> When they came around, I'm going to start looking busy. So you don't show me this shit because mommy is busy right now. Because I'm not going to know it. I'm not. Don't worry about it. But just in taking that breath and saying, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Just believing. And you did it. Just believing. And I think that when you understand the power of that, you become powerful. When you understand the power of just believing, just believing I can. And you'll hear some people say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. But then you'll be like, no, you don't. And in conjunction with believing, if you add in 
a pound or two of dropping your ego. Mm. Because if you drop your mm. ego, it will allow you to be comfortable with the success of failures. Because failures are a success-building tool. Because what they do is allow that individual when they really get their opportunity, once they really perfected it, you can't perfect something without failures. You can't perfect it because then one moment supersedes another moment and you realize you could have done it better and then you do it better than what you've done it, but now you realize you've moved on beyond that. Well, then you get to an opportunity to be on a platform where someone says, okay, You've been doing stand-up for years and years and years. Now we want to give you a show. Are you ready for it? It's the difference between those individuals who have been burst or thrust into a situation, and they're like, how did I get here? I'm not ready for this. And someone who was like a bull waiting to bust out of the in, in a rodeo, like, I can't wait to get out there. So in our belief, um, being able to drop our ego so we're comfortable in our failures because you believe that this is part of the process. When you believe, you believe all of the things that transpire, whether we construe them as positive or negative, they are part of the process. And if you are there to sit there, review it in retrospect, you won, even though it looked like you lost. Mm. Even though it looked like you lost. There was something that you were able to get out of it, especially if you continue to believe. Believing, dropping the ego. Because you have some of us that believe, and we believe and we will it. But then that ego get real strong with it. You believed it and you willed it, but then the ego said, oh, you got different. You get different or your ego makes you afraid to pursue what it is that you want to pursue. I mean, there's so many different ways that our egos, our egos make us afraid of not wanting to be ridiculed, even though we see the direction in which people are going in. That really doesn't work for you. But everybody else did it. Everybody else was unsuccessful. You feel like that does that just doesn't work for me, though. But who do you tell that? Girl, did you ever just tell Donnie you don't like going there? No, I ain't telling. Why not? Because he like going there. But at what point are you going to say that your feelings matter too, girl? These are the conversations. See, I just leave you. I leave you and I go somewhere else to Donnie now. You went and was to Donnie now. Yeah, Donnie now. I'm them. sitting here looking That's right at you. That's what I did. I'm sorry. That's all right, I went. Daddy. Shit. I went. So it's like sometimes you have to be strong enough to say, you know what? I believe that I'm a weirdo and I accept that about me. So when everybody looks at you crazy, it say, oh, it's okay. I know I'm a weirdo. And see how they look at you then. But that's when shit gets shut down. When you say you're absolutely right. Listen. What you're saying is right. Then you have no more comeback for it. But this is what I believe. With the understanding that I'm the weirdest one. I don't I don't I don't appreciate impractical jokers. Okay, y'all. And I'm gonna close on that. Okay. But daddy, tell them why you don't. I don't appreciate it. Cause I don't like them tricking people. Okay. They be tricking them. And maybe I go too far. But they be tricking they them. The people be feeling them, uncomfortable. But then they have to sign a release form to say, All right. I wasn't on the I joke. I just think that they should show that part. That's just, I would like to see them show the part after they tricked the people where they started smiling. Daddy, they used to do that on them camera but reveal they don't, shows. But you know they oh. do. That's just like on Dead Presidents. When he knocked the boy down the oh, steps. I will never forgive. <laughs> and I'm not going to forgive but him. But daddy, that's just. What's my man's name? Clifton Powell. Clifton Powell. I'm going to never forgive you for knocking Lorenz Tate down the steps in Dead Presidents. With his bag, he was going to feed the family, and it hurt me when I saw you did it, man. I love you as Pinky and all them characters, man. But, man, it hurt me. You don't punch Lorenz Tate in the damn face. He just came home from the war, had his damn bag. What did he do to him? Oh. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. That was Lorenz Tate. That was Clifton Powell. I know them. I seen them up close before. That was them. I'm going to tell you something about Clifton Powell. Go ahead. Okay. When I first met Clifton Powell, I was on a comedy show somewhere mm -hmm. out in L.A. And um, 
at the time, I was married to Mark, mm-hmm. and Mark was working in the barbershop, right? Mm-hmm. Flavor cuts. So Clifton Powell went in the barbershop the next day. Don't know that this is my husband. Right. Yo, I saw this fat bitch last night named Monique. She was funny <laughs> as shit. Oh, my God. This bitch is going to blow up. Oh, he just going, right? right? And then somebody said, after he got finished, that's her husband. So he came back with, man, that bitch is funny as shit. I just want you to know, brother. And I love her. Right, like, right. I ain't backing down from what That's I said. That's what it is. But it was just, so daddy, we please. In, we in, they was in flavor cuts. Flavor They cuts. know they understood what that bitch is funny meant. Okay? It's flavor, flavor cuts. cuts. Now, the day the show was about what? Belief. Belief. Do you believe? Do you? And all the people that we are on the team with, they all believe. In their own ways, for whatever that thing was, we roll with folks that say, we ain't no punks. We believe it. Let's go get it. And y'all should believe it. Believe in yourself. Come on now. And believe in others around you. Because if you don't believe in why, are they with you. What? Why? Why? And believe this. On April 8th and April 9th, I will be in Perrysburg, Ohio. Better believe it. At the Funny Bone Comedy Club. And May the 6th, we will be performing at the Apollo Theater, the pre-Mother's Day show in Harlem, New York. When I tell you, Daddy, I'm so excited. I'm excited about all the shows. As you should be. But that one at Apollo, Uh-oh. the Touch That Law, Homecoming. come on now. And the day the show was about what? Believing. And if you remember the sh- uh, movie Car Wash, what did Richard Pryor say? You got to believe in something. Come on. Why not believe in me? But we're going to tell you, believe in yourself. I'm believing us. Don't believe do in it. You. Yes. Believe in you. Come on, boy. I'm going to sing it out. Go ahead. You got to believe in something. <laughs> Get it. Why not believe in you, baby? Say it. Oh, Go ahead. what have I, Get I done to you Get it. to make you treat and greet me? Get it. Now the way your, you do, go on yeah. and wave your hands. You gonna yeah. keep it going now? Well, Daddy, shit, I got to me now. Because you was edging me okay, on. You was baby. like, get it. Right, right. So you brought it back home, and if it wasn't for belief, she wouldn't have gave you that last little ditty. You gonna take us on out, my love? We want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the show today. Um, again, please tell a friend and tell another friend to tune in to Monique and Sydney's open relationship. And remember, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.